Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for joining me tonight on episode 18, season one of The Standoff with Brad and Sanj here on New Zealand Sport Radio. We're here live every Wednesday on Facebook throughout the season. Unfortunately, Sanj is still unable to join me, um, so it's riding solo part three for me. Um, It was the final round of the 2020 season, and the finals are upon us. Um, Now, while we're here live on Wednesday evenings at 8 p.m., you can also catch our show via our podcast on iHeartRadio at your convenience. Just remember to search for New Zealand Sport Radio. As always, we're going to cover everything you need to know in league um, for the week, including the top stories of the week, a wrap-up of round 20, a preview of the finals week one, and news on rugby league from around the world, including the women's game. So tune in, and let's get to the top stories of the week. Uh, My top story this week is Kevin Walters has now been named as the Broncos coach on a two-year deal. Um... He's come out and been quoted as saying that he can unite the Broncos and return them to finals next year. So um, some big claims from him early on. Um, I think it was really down to, um, it it seemed like it was always going to be his job for the taking. And it's um, good that they finally made a decision because there's a lot to work to be done in Brisbane to get them back to being the side that everyone expects them to be. And um, it'll be interesting to see how they go. There's also been rumours with the Broncos that they're looking at offering Craig Bellamy a job um, from 2022 as a coaching director. Um, He's come out and said he hasn't accepted any offers, um, but he has been in discussions. And um, it'll be interesting to see if he makes that jump. I know he's a local and always wants to go back, particularly to the, the Gold Coast area and Part of the deal is that he can travel from the Gold Coast to Brisbane for his role if he takes it on. Um, I know some of the players like Cameron Smith and Cooper Cronk have said they don't really see him leaving the storm um, and that if he was going to take that type of title, it might be with Melbourne. But I guess we just got to wait and see. Um, I assume there'll be no news on that until the end of the season. I think Bellamy's going to be completely focused on trying to get the storm to go all the way. Next part on the news is Adam Blair. He announced during the, the week last week that he was retiring. 
Um, he's played the most NRL games for a New Zealander and um, and again we're going to talk about a bit later. He got to end his, his career on a high. Um, he's going to be moving into a job with the Warriors. They haven't really detailed what the job is, but I believe it's something to do with um, working with the Māori youth and um, kind of also trying to be like a an assistant to Phil Gould in his job of trying to bring young talent into the club. I think it will be a, a good role for him um, with the Māori youth. I think he can really um, do some good work there and hopefully um, help set some pathways to get those young players to um, come and become Warriors. Also on the Warriors front, Ignatius Parsi is set to leave the Warriors to go to the Super League and join St. Helens. Um, he was one of the many players that the Warriors had said they were free to look elsewhere, and it looks like St. Helens are pretty quick to pick him up. Uh, very good player, I believe. Um, I think um, he didn't really get to have the best year this year before he came home from Australia, but with all the talent that they've signed um, for their, their forwards for 2021, it was going to be a bit hard seeing where he was going to fit in that game day 17. So um, I think a good decision for him to, to go and continue his, his first grade career in the UK. Kieran Foran has um, been announced as a new signing for Manly. So a bit like the Benji Marshall situation where he got to go home um, to the Tigers, Foran's going back to Manly. Des Hasler wants him to play as hooker next year, which is going to be quite interesting. It's a position Foran's never played before, but um, I think his his experience is going to be good for um, a Manly team that's clearly struggling. So um, good move for him. Hopefully it goes out well. For Benji Marshall, there's still no news on where he's going to be heading. Um, there have been some, some interesting um, news that he might go to the Super League. Um, at the moment, no NRL teams seem to be knocking on his door. So Super League, if he is going to continue, um, is probably going to be his only option. Um, I see him probably going there for a year or two and then coming back and going back to the Tigers and um, working in some um, job in the background, similar to what Adam Blair is doing with the Warriors. Uh, Stephen Kearney has been announced um, that he will be joining the Storm as an assistant coach. I um, think it's a very good move for him. It's good to see him back in a job after getting the sack this year from the Warriors. But I think his, his best attribute is as an assistant coach. And he did very well with Bellamy when he was with the Storm in the past, and I think it will do well for him there. With Bellamy leaving, I don't see Kearney um, taking the head coach role, but I guess time will tell what will happen there after um, Bellamy's contract ends at the end of next season. The NRL has also um, decided to move their grand final location. They are going to the SCG, and they've done this so that they can get more fans to attend the game. Um, they've been advised they're allowed 40,000 at the SCG for the grand final, um, compared to, I believe it was 20,000 if they stayed at their normal venue. So I think it's a, a good move for them. They, they're trying to get play our fans to the games and um, 40,000, they'll they'll sell out those tickets quick smart, which I believe the tickets for the grand final actually went for sale today. So um, be interesting to see by the show next week um, if it's sold out and we might have a better indication of who's actually going to be there. Uh, Bulldogs news, uh, Luke Thompson from the Bulldogs has been um, suspended for four weeks after being found guilty for eye gouging in the game that we're going to cover in a bit. And um, 
I don't think there was any malice in it. I think it was he accidentally got his finger around the eye in the tackle, um, and I think he he probably kept his finger there a bit longer than he should have. But he's not generally known as a dirty player, so I think it's a it's a just a, a little misdemeanor from a player, and we shouldn't see any more um, type of behaviour like that from him. But I think four weeks um, it's going to be tough, especially with. Um, them already out of the the playoff picture he's going to miss the first month of 2021 and um he's he's a key key forward for the bulldogs so it's gonna be a little bit hard for them when they start their season next year but it was a i think it was the right decision to give him the ban in terms of banning as well melbourne storms max king is missing three weeks for a hip drop tackle there's been a lot of hip drop tackles um in the coming weeks and the, the nrl are really trying to to um, get it out of the game quickly and possible. Uh, so I think, yeah, if you start suspending them for three weeks and stuff, it will slowly weed it out of the game. Um, means there's a potential that he's going to miss all the playoffs, depending how long or how deep Melbourne go in. So um, if they can go all the way, he'll be back for grand final time. But, yeah, we'll just have to watch the space. Uh, Tyrone Peachy and uh, a little bit of... Um, disturbing news for the NRL. He um, claimed that Knights player Mitch Barnett um, sent a racial slur towards him during their game this week. The NRL have investigated it but could not determine the claim, but Peachy has come out today and is adamant that he heard the slur. I don't know what's going to happen, if it's going to get investigated even further or not, but um, it's a watch the space type thing. But if it was, if there was a racial slur said, um, be interesting to see what happens to Barnett because um, they want to get um, racism out of the game completely. So they'll throw the book at him if they can prove it. And um, yeah, I guess just watch the space. And I'm hoping it was just just um, Peachy mishearing something, um, which is what Barnett's claiming. He's saying that he did call him something, um, which I won't repeat on the show, but um, there was no racial part to it so i guess we just got to wait and see and my last bit of news is a bit of a throwback uh the canberra raiders have announced a new signing oh, a new sponsor sorry with canberra milk signing on as their um, major sponsor i think a lot of you will remember back in the day um canberra milk were um their big sponsor and um they always had canberra milk on the jersey and um, i think a lot of the canberra fans are excited to see that come back and I um, think it's great for the Raiders after them um, losing Huawei as um, a sponsor this year. So um, that's all my news I have for right now. And um, I see there's a few questions coming through, good, which is great. We'll talk about them after I've wrapped up. And um, I'll get straight into um, the first game of the round 20, which was on Thursday night with the Broncos losing to the Cowboys 32-16. to Um it's official now. Broncos have got their first ever wooden spoon and what's been a disaster of a season. Oh, yeah, there we go. Thank you for that, Paul. So um, it's a bit more of a modern look than the old one, but that's what it's basically going to be. You're going to have Canberra milk right on the front there. So that's that's bringing, that's bringing back some memories. But, yes, uh, Cowboys and Broncos. Broncos, yeah, officially have their wooden spoon and what's been a disaster of a season for the club. Um Walter seems confident, as I said in the news, that he's going to um, get them back into the finals, but he's got a lot of work to do. 
Um, they're losing some some key players and Darius Boyd in that who may be a bit too long in the tooth anyway. But um, they also lost Katoni Staggs in this match. He's got a suspected ACL tear and could be out of action until the middle of next year, which is a huge loss for the Broncos. Um, they're already losing David Fafita. And apart from Fafita, the only players that really stood up for the Broncos this year were Katoni Staggs and Payne Haas. So um, Walters is going to have to basically build his team around um, Haas until Staggs comes back. Um Cowboys, though, they sent out their retiring player, Gavin Cooper, on a high. He played 323 games in the NRL and um, a fitting way for him to go out. On the other side of it, though, uh, the Broncos had Boyd, who had played 337 games, and he went out um, in what's been their worst season. So that's a bit upsetting for him. Uh, Both sides, they made a lot of errors in this game. I think it's kind of um, showing where they are on the ladder. And... um, it's just showing how bad these seasons have been. Um, both sides do have a lot of work to do. Um, the new bunker rules that we discussed last week in the show, um, they were used for the first time in this match, and we got to see what happens if you score a try that the bunker decides isn't a try. Um, we had Hamiso um, Fidel scored a try, and as they were lined up for the conversion, the ref said, no, it's not a try, get jogging. And... Um, yeah, after seeing it in live action happening, I'm not actually a fan of it. I think I'm looking at it from a fan's point of view. If your um, team scores a try and you get excited and then um, it just gets taken away, it's a, it, it takes a bit of the fun out of it of being a fan. Um, but I guess on the other side of it, if it's a try that gets given and then it's not a try, we complain about it all week. So it's. I guess we're going to just have to wait and see if they decide that it's something they're going to move forward with. Um, Fidel though, he got a try later on to make up for it. Um, man, he's got wheels. Uh, Valentine Holmes had a little breakaway from the goal line and ran 40 meters, passed it to him, and he ran the other 60. I think, um, the confidence in how fast this kid is, um, showed with Holmes. I think, um, Fidel had run about 10 meters, and Holmes is already celebrating the try, and he still had another 50 to go, and um, no one could catch him. And I think he's going to be a standout for the Cowboys next year. Um, they've just got to figure out a way to get the rest of the team up and get him into scoring opportunities because I think when you get him the ball, he's going to do things. Um, for, also for the Cowboys, Kyle Felt, he scored a hat trick to end the regular season as the second highest try scorer on 19 tries. He was the leading try scorer until a game that I'm going to cover in a couple of minutes um, where a player scored five tries and took that off him. And... Um, but yeah, so that's really all I have on that game. A lot of work in the offseason for both sides. And um, yeah, hopefully for them, they, they get better, but not good enough where they um, stop the Warriors from making the playoffs. Friday night's first game was the Titans defeating the Knights 36-6. to um, The Knights' shocking form continues. Um, they can be um, world beaters one day and then losing to the worst team in the comp the next. Not saying Titans are the worst team in the comp, but the Titans definitely shouldn't have won this game against a team that's making it as in the finals and will be playing finals football. It was the first win for the Titans against a top eight side this year. And um, I think a lot of it you can put on to the back of AJ Brimson. He was um, he had a blinder. He got a 95-meter try 
And um, I think one thing we, we've been forgetting, we've been talking a lot, um, Sanja and myself on this show, um, and um, we've been talking about how great their forward pack's going to be and how great their halves are, but we haven't really talked about the back line. I think um, with players like AJ Brimson and Corey Thompson there, they've got some um, real attacking threats, and I think they're almost guaranteed to be finals contenders next year. But um, for the Knights, too many errors, not enough discipline and poor defence. Um, all really worrying signs for Newcastle as they go into um, finals football. There was really no upside for Newcastle in this match and they're going to have to fix those issues quickly um, if they want to last more than one week in the finals. The second game on Friday night saw the Rabbitohs defeat the Roosters 60-8. to this was my surprise of the round. Um, I wrote the Rabbitohs off last week after they lost to the Bulldogs and said they weren't going to make it very far in the finals, and then they come and do this, um, which is kind of a reflection on how my picks went this week. Um, but, yeah, what a what a way to bounce back after a loss to uh, the 15th place side is um, by going up against the the reigning defe- uh, premiers and defeating them handsomely. 60-8 to eight is unbelievable to be honest um alex johnson who i mentioned a little bit earlier he scored five tries and he took out the leading try scorer honors with 20 tries um cody walker had probably his best outing in a rabbitohs jersey he had three tries scored two tries himself and had two line breaks and i think the rabbitohs are a completely different outfit when he's on fire and they'll need him to keep playing like this if they want to go deep into the playoffs um, the Roosters, well, it was their worst loss since um, Trent Robinson's been coach, and he labelled the performance in the press conference embarrassing. Um, from what I saw, they just looked tired and slow, which is surprising from such a strong team um, that still had a lot of key players out there. Um, Phil Gould um, came out in the media this week and has ridden them off and said there's no chance for a three-peat. But I'm not I'm not confident enough to say that yet. I think this could be a real good wake up call for them and could make them a scary team um, to play in playoffs football. And to be honest, I wouldn't want to be facing them this week. Saturday's first game saw the Panthers defeating the Bulldogs 42 to nil. It was the 15th win in a row for Penrith, and they're now the first team since St George in 1959 to finish the regular season with one loss or less. Back in 1959, the Dragons won 17 games and drew one with no losses. And um, putting it bluntly, it was a glorified training run, um, which was disappointing for Bulldogs fans because I think they've shown plenty of fight this year. And um, with a lot of players um, leaving the club and a lot of changes, I think they would have liked to put up a better fight. But to be honest, I think they just had their eyes on the offseason and just let their, their foot off the pace. Panthers were just too strong, and they've got attacking weapons all over the park. Um, And I've still seen nothing to um, change my mind about them going all the way. The second game on Saturday saw the Raiders defeating the Sharks 38-28. Before this match, I gave the Sharks no chance um, without Sean Johnson playing and with Chad Townsend still on suspension. But they, they played a Raiders team that had a lot of players rested. And they almost came back in the second half and got a surprise win. But they're still my pick to go out in the first week of the finals. Um, Sam Williams um, had a memorable return to the Raiders. He hasn't played for them all year. 
and um, he actually scored 14 points via a try and five goals. Um, he's a very talented half that just doesn't get the um, first-grade experience he needs there because of the halves they have. And um, I think he deserves to be in first grade, but it's not going to be at the Raiders, and he doesn't seem that interested in leaving. Obviously, it's a good setup there, and um, but I think there's a lot of teams that would gladly take him. We were talking last week about the Tigers having no one to really fill Benji Marshall's shoes, and this is a guy that could go in and do something decent and um, help them out, but um, I don't see the Raiders letting him go early if he asked, but yeah, I think I'd be looking for um, other clubs to potentially get more game time. But the young Raiders, they were they were tough, and they um, led by young hooker Tom Starling, and um, they basically just kept their foot down and kept the Sharks backpedaling, and um, despite the Sharks trying to come back in that second half, I think the damage was done in the first half. And um, this Raiders side, they're mentally tough, and they could cause some upsets during the finals. The next game on Saturday saw the Eels defeat the Tigers 28-24. Heartbreaking stuff for Benji Marshall. um, It was his final game for the club, and he got injured 10 minutes in. He injured his knee and had a few um, few sore ribs. Um, Horrible way for him to go out, and um, hopefully it's not the last we see of him. But, um, yeah, upsetting, I guess, for for Tigers fans and fans of Benji alike that that's the way his, his last game potentially in the NRL ended. Tigers, though, they'll be um, ruining the missed points. They only got one out of five conversions in this game. And um, if I guess if they um, had a bit more accuracy with the kicking, they might have got away with a win here. Um, but the Eels, they did just enough to win, but alarm bells have to be ringing because to only get a win by four points against the Tigers without Benji Marshall, um, it's it's worrying. And... Um, Eels defense, I think I've been I've been harping on about it for weeks, but um, their defense is still an issue, and they have to play Melbourne in the finals this week, and I think Melbourne will have a field day if they don't sort out their edge defense. And um, Tigers, before we move on, they're letting a lot of talent go this off season, and I guess we're really going to see what Maguire can do um, if he can turn them around for twenty twenty one. First game on Sunday saw the Warriors defeat the Sea Eagles forty to twenty eight. Um, it's been a brutally tough season for the Warriors. We've been talking about it at length. Um, stuck in Australia all year, away from family, sacking the coach, um, injuries to Roger at the end of the year, and um, relying on lone players, all that. We could talk about it for, for days, about all the trials and tribulations they faced. But it was really good to see them end the season on a positive note. They scored eight tries and sent Adam Blair out in style. Um, Aside from the game, there was um, some good displays of respect before and after the game. Manly formed a guard of honour for the Warriors to come out onto the field. And then at the end of the game, the Warriors and the Manly's New um, Zealand-born players performed a haka for Adam Blair at the end. So I think um, a bit of class to um, show some respect to the Warriors and um, one of the New Zealand legends of the game. Um, It was a bit scary at the start. The Sea Eagles... Um, starved the Warriors' possession and got up to a little bit of a lead, and it, um, it looked like the little Warriors' fairy tale was going to end on a, um, a sour note. But then, once the Warriors got the ball, um, 
it was over. They were just attacking at will. Um, Peter Hicku, he filled in well with um, at fullback with Roger out with his injury. He had a bit of a wobbly start with a few um, bobbles on kicks. And um, once his confidence started to grow, though, you really saw the attacking threat he is. We've, we've talked at length about how um, dangerous he is on the edge and setting up his winger for um, plenty of tries. But being at fullback, he was able to insert himself into different places in the back line and just cause headaches for Manly all over the park. Um, the young forwards for the Warriors, again, they they fronted up again. And I think this is the um, this season has really built a lot of experience in these young guys that had gone from not playing a lot of first grade, some of them not playing a lot of league, and um, really having the weight put on their shoulders to carry the side with all the injuries to their experienced players. I think it's going to make them better players for it, and this pack could be the real deal in 2021 with the additions that are coming in um, with Adam Fanua Blake and um, Ben Murdoch Masilla. So um, exciting times for Warriors fans, I think, for 2021. I think they have a genuine shot of playing finals footy. Um, the biggest thing will be how the um, team reacts to Nathan Brown as the new coach. And if everything they've built with Todd Payton this year, if it was in them all along, or if it was just something Payton brought in and something that disappears when Brown comes in, I've got my fingers crossed that that's not the case. And I hope that it's an exciting time for them next year. Manly, though, they've got plenty to work on this offseason. They need to wrap, wrap Tom Trebojevich up in bubble wrap to make sure he doesn't get hurt in the offseason. And, um, yeah, with the addition of four, and they've got some more experience in there, but they need to sort something out. They're a bit too top-heavy right now. Um, they've shown everyone was picking them as uh, a top-four side before the season started. They lost Trebojevich, and they fell apart. You um, you can't be a team in this competition relying on one player. Um all the top sides have shown that they can deliver when they're missing key players. Manly's got to do the same. Um, Warriors now, they're back in New Zealand and um, are in quarantine right now, but they, they're going to get to spend some well-deserved time with family before they start the work for next season. The last game of the round saw the Dragons defeat the Storm 30-22. to Um there should be a little asterisk next to it, as with a few of these games, but um, the Storm rested a lot of players. Um, they had the most out. I believe they had, I think I said last week, they had 13 of their 17 rested. And um, Ryan Pappenhausen and Brandon Smith were really the only main ones that had been playing week in, week out. And they strengthened the side, and the young players stood up. But I think the issue for them here was due to no second-grade football, they're a little bit under-seasoned, and the Dragons were able just to edge them out. Um, positively, if you want to look at the Dragons, um, their right edge attack looks promising, and it's a very positive sign for next season. But they're, again, one of many teams that have got a lot of work to do um, when they come back from their little break for the preseason. Matt Dufty scored two tries for them, and Cameron McInnes had two tries this. And if they weren't there... I think the Storm would have won this. They were really the difference. And um, it's good that they're, they're going to be there for next season too. But yeah, a lot of work for Anthony Griffin. And the Storm, before we move on, the Storm, they're in the finals, as we know. All their players are going to be back and they'll be back at their best. And they got the Eels first up and I think they're going to dispatch them with relative ease. 
so that's all for round 20 all the all the coverage before we go to paul i'll just cover our picks um Sanjay, I, I picked for Sanjay again, and he bet me again um, due to the Titans. As I say, every time, every time I don't go for the Titans, they bloody win. So um, he got six out of eight to my five out of eight, and um, he ended up on 101 out of 136, and I ended up on 105 out of 136. So I've taken out the, the tipping honors this year, and um, we'll start something new for the finals. So, yeah, we'll look at the table now. So the table, how we see it, we've got the Panthers, Storm, Eels, and Roosters in the top four with the Raiders, Rabbitohs, Knights, and Sharks at the bottom. Um, for outside of the eights, they're, they're out of the equation now, but the Titans ended up on ninth and the Warriors 10th. Um, a lot of Australian pundits had those two teams as wooden spoon contenders, so it's good to see them just outside the eight. And um, I guess it's really just... If both teams had started their run a little bit later, it could have been a bit different. Um, obviously, Broncos are dead last with the Bulldogs 15th, and then the Tigers, Dragons, Seagulls, Cowboys in between. So, um, yeah, I think the top eight you got right now, I think six out of them deserve to be there. I think the Knights and the Sharks probably are, are very lucky. They got some wins early on to keep them in there, and um, they're my picks to be out at the end of this round coming up. So um, before we get into the next round, Paul, do we have some questions? We do, but first off, I guess um, one from me. What did you think of the wooden spoons being thrown on the training pitch by the Broncos fans? Yeah, I should have mentioned that in the news. Um, I've never seen that reaction before. Um, I did I did laugh. I felt sorry for the poor guy that was going around with his bucket and picking them all up. Um, thought that, that must be a horrible way to start your day, but... Um, I think it shows the Broncos fans have um, they've never got used to their team not performing well. Um, like a bad a bad year for them might be we're ninth or we're eighth, but never did last. So I think it'd be interesting to see how they react going forward. But I think yeah, there, there's worse things we've seen. We've seen fans burn jerseys and all that type of thing. So I think. Um, so I think, yeah, I think throwing a wooden spoon is probably not as not as harsh, but yeah, that was a bit funny. Yeah, I thought that was um, that, that, that was uh, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed that one. Would have been really funny if the players had used wooden spoons to do some uh, some some pots of chili um, <laughs> and done a, done a sort of uh, um, or some some sort of cookout for for their fans. But um, but maybe all the maybe the players have already gone on off onto their beach holidays. Yeah. Um, so Mary asks us, um, what's your take on the conspiracy theory surrounding the Roosters? Oh, yes. Yeah. So there was a bit of a conspiracy theory going around that um, they threw the match that they lost this week to the Rabbitohs because they um, were trying to get themselves a better matchup in the finals. Um, I, think it, I, I think it's ludicrous. I don't think the Roosters would do that. And the way it's ended up, they're going to have to play Penrith. So I don't think any team would try to throw a match so they'd have to play Penrith. Um, but yeah, it's um, I guess some people just trying to find reasons for why the Roosters went from being so consistent to having a big blowout like that. But yeah, I think it's all just um, a little bit of media spin just to keep people interested. Heroes to zeros. Um, yeah. And Vicky, what would you would you do with Adam, Karen, and Patrick Herbert? 
Uh, yes, so um, Adam Kieran and Patrick Herbert are with the Warriors and they're off contract and there's been, um, the Warriors have said that Patrick Herbert can move on and Kieran, I believe they've said the same, but the Warriors scored eight tries against um, the Seagulls and these two scored five of them. Um, and I think, to be honest, brutally honest, I don't think they paid a lot and I'm pretty sure you keep them in the club and we've seen with Manly, and some of those other teams that depth is a big issue and they've both shown that when push comes to shove they can fit into that team and do the job so i'd be keeping them around cool and uh, so um two tweets um uh, do you reckon the warriors um, could give them a one-year deal and that's i think was when we we're talking about benji marshall um i think they could but i don't think they will um i think they're they're quite confident in the halves pairing they've got and i don't know if he would sign on if they were like just come here and help our boys but you're not going to be playing um i don't think he would take that i think he would rather go to the super league where he would be playing as opposed to just sitting on a bench especially if covid's like it is now there wouldn't be a um a reserve grade to play in and he would basically be sitting there doing nothing so he'd essentially be retired um so yeah i don't think he would take the offer up because i don't see him walking into the side i'd love to uh, have him though he's a good player simon Hughes thinks he'll head off to um to uh to england um yeah. and play some over there i guess covid um is going to be a big decider on that one as well as to whether he yeah. wants to be in a country that's uh, not controlling covid um in the way that yeah. they are down here exactly um should fans be fined and banned for racial abuse towards players seem banning them isn't deterring others wow i guess it depends what laws you've got in place isn't it really you can't uh, make make up fines on the spot you'd have to have it all sorted out ahead of time but um yeah it's it can't be allowed um but so uh, yeah um are they getting life bans or what kind of bans are they giving at the moment um i think fans are getting life bans but it's life bans from the stadium and um the problem i guess the problem in sydney if you've got a guy that decides to do it there he just walks a block and goes to the next stadium um until he gets banned from that one um but yeah they need to be they need to do stuff like that but the problem with this one this week was it was an actual player saying yeah. it to another player and i think i think the same goes for them if you have got a, a guy that's doing it as a um, player of course your fans are probably going to do it too if they see that you if the nrl allow a player to do it why can't i um so i think they need to be just as harsh with players too um, yeah the nrl events yeah right? and, yeah and i think the biggest issue with it is um a lot of it unless you can get it recorded it's all hearsay mm. and um yeah I don't know if someone was like that guy said this and you're like i didn't say it and then you don't get to go to games anymore for something you didn't say but yeah. um yeah i think if you can definitely prove it i think they need to, to throw the book at them regardless if they're a player or a fan yeah agreed agreed so that's um that's the chat from the uh from the chat the folks who've got any more questions then do ask them and uh, i'll come bring them back at the end of the show awesome cheers for that paul Okay, so I'll go on to our finals week preview. Only four games now because we're we're down to eight play our eight teams. So we've got them all. No Thursday night game. Uh, first game is on Friday. 
It's the Panthers paying a dollar eighty to go against the Roosters paying two dollars at Penrith Stadium. Um, or at Panther Stadium in Penrith. Sorry, my pick for this is the Penrith um, Panthers. I think they're they're still on a roll, and I know it's you always have that sneaky feeling that the wins keep piling up. Eventually, you're going to get a loss. But um, I'm still picking the the Panthers to go all the way, so I think they're going to be um, winning here against the Roosters. The Roosters will be a lot better than what we saw this week against the Rabbitohs. Um, but yeah, it's going to be um, it should be a really good game. A lot of people were picking this to be the grand final, so there we go. We got the the nice little table there. Um, sad day, as we can see there, we've got the Raiders paying a dollar twenty against the Sharks. As I've said, I still think the Sharks will be the first team gone, so I'm going with the Raiders here. Uh, the second game on Saturday is the Storm paying a dollar eighteen against the Eels, paying five dollars. I think Storm they got all their players back. Um, they will be um, they'll be getting an easy win here, I believe. And then that last game is the Rabbitohs paying a dollar thirty nine against the Knights, paying three twenty five. I think. Um, the Rabbitohs have been a bit topsy-turvy, as I said. They had that good win against the Roosters, but um, the Knights are even worse. So I think Knights will be out, and then we'll be looking at the Sharks and Knights having a nice little holiday. And, um, yeah, so my picks, just going over that again, I've got the Panthers, the Raiders, the Storm, and the Rabbitohs. And um, we'll see what Sanjay has coming up um, when I speak to him. But um, I think we had discussed that for the finals, we were going to start the tipping back from zero and start afresh to give him a bit of a chance to um, try to beat me this time. So um, that's it really for the, um, the the previews. So I'll go into our overseas news. There was a little bit on, so I've only cherry-picked a few. But for the Super League, um, we're talking about the Toronto Wolfpack. I'm sure Simon's going to help me here again. But um, the Toronto Wolfpack future is still in doubt right now after the Super League clubs have deferred their decision on if they're allowed to be back next season. Um, they've only deferred it until this Friday, which is Saturday New Zealand time. Um, they decided to, by deferring it, it was going to allow both the Super League and the Wolfpack to kind of go in and work out all the issues about if they come in or if they don't and what will happen. Um I think, I know the Wolfpack weren't doing well before they left the competition this year, but I think they still need to be in the competition. Um, they want to grow the game in the Super League, and um, I don't want to see Sonny Bill at the Roosters next year, so get them back and let him go back over there. Um, unfortunately, St. Helens have moved to the top of the Super League after beating my team Wigan 42-0. Um, bit of a surprise that they... Um, they were always a chance to win it, but I didn't think they'll win it by that much. And um, St. Helens could really take the whole thing out. I think it's really between St. Helens, Wigan, and Catalan Dragons. And um, if Wigan are performing like this at this time of the season, it's not looking good, unfortunately. Um, then on to our women news. Um, women's NRL was um, back this weekend. We've got the Roosters playing the Dragons and the Warriors playing the defending Premier Broncos. Um, both games are going to be played at GIO Stadium in Canberra on Saturday. And we've talked about the, the Warriors men's team with the trials and tribulations. Warriors women's team has the same. Um, as we mentioned a few weeks ago, only five players from the original squad have gone from New Zealand to Australia. So they've got a lot of ring-ins. And there's 12 players 
this week that are making their debut for the Warriors Club. Um, three of them that are key are actually three of the Jillaroo spine, which is Karina Brown, Kira Dib, and Simone Smith. Um, really exciting, I guess, for Warriors fans. If you've got three out of the four um, Australian spine, um, it should should put you in good stead to um, have a decent fist at uh, winning the championship. So it could be the Warriors' year um, to win the, the Women's Premiership. So um, with our fingers crossed, and I'll, I'll cover it a bit more next week after the first round. And um, do we have any more questions, Paul, before I go in and finish? No, we had a comment that there's some, there's some provincial league on um, this weekend, but I was uh, quickly searching around to try and find it, but I can't find any details about, uh, about what the provincial rugby league uh, here in New Zealand is happening this weekend. All right. Okay, and I see um, I see Simon's put a comment in saying the chairman of Super League is opposed to them joining and six opposition clubs. Yeah, I like Simon's support their decision to stay in, but I can't remember how many they had to get to approve them to actually stay in. I don't know if the chairman and six clubs saying no is going to keep them out or not. So um, obviously the decision's meant to be Saturday our time, so for the show next week we'll actually have some hopefully definitive news on the on their um if they're staying or if they're going cool cool well ladies and general gentlemen thank you very much for tuning in tonight and joining me on new zealand sports radio um with the standoff with sanj and brad for your weekly updates from rugby league remember to tune into our podcast on iHeartRadio or facebook just remember to search for new zealand sport radio good night everyone thank you Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 